Welcome back to the Motivated Missionary Podcast. Today, I want to share another experience I had with you that happened while living in California doing summer sales. And it taught me a valuable lesson about being involved in the lives of those around us. And that's regardless of whether we know them or not, and how profound an impact we can make by doing small acts of kindness and service. So in my last recording, I shared a story with you about a time where I said a prayer after a long, unsuccessful day of selling, simply asking God for someone who really needed my help and the incredible blessing that came from that experience. After that happened, I realized something significant. I noticed that in all reality, 99% of the people I would talk to in a day didn't really need pest control. But as I walked around neighborhoods day after day, I always found myself asking the question of, what do these people really need in their lives? So after my first experience of saying a prayer and seeing something positive come of it, I took that as evidence that it worked and began to make it a habit. So every day, as I got dropped off in my designated area, I would stand and watch the car drive away, and once it was out of sight, I would take a knee, which is typically on a street corner, and I'd say a quick prayer. And it would go something, something like this. Hey God, I think we both know that a lot of people here won't buy my pest control. That's okay. But I have a favor. Regardless of whether or not I make a sale today, would you please lead me to someone who needs to be loved or helped? That's all I want. Thank you. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Then, I'd stand up and go to work. And every door I knocked on, I'd give them my pest control pitch of running my mouth at a million miles an hour until I got rejected. And then right before I got the door slammed in my face, I'd shove my foot in the door and ask, Is there anything I can do to help you with? Anything at all? Now doing that, most people thought I was absolutely nuts, and rightfully so, I might say. But I knew that I wasn't passionate about pest control. And to be completely honest with you, I'm not even joking when I say this, I was craving some kind of connection with someone other than the police officers that kept getting called on me to kick me out of the neighborhood. Happened frequently. However, Through all the negative experiences, I was given a few gems. One of them came on a on a warm California morning. I had just gotten done saying my prayer and had made my way to a few houses with no success when I saw a home with severely overgrown grass across the street that caught my eye. I went over to the home, gave it a few knocks, and waited. And no one answered. So I knocked again and waited. No one answered. So I knocked again, and finally the door shot open. A very frustrated woman answered the door, and she began going through the list of reasons why I was the worst person to ever walk the earth, for what realistically couldn't have been longer than 30 seconds, until she ran out of breath and closed the door on my face. Alright, now you're asking yourself, why is this a gem? What good came from that? Well, I'll tell you. As she was yelling at me, I felt slightly heartbroken. And it wasn't at the fact that she was yelling at me, because honestly, I couldn't have cared less that she was yelling at me. I got that quite often. But I noticed that she had tears in her eyes. There's a quote from the movie on Golden Pond that my grandfather recently shared with me that might portray the feelings I had after that experience better than I can. It reads, Listen to me. Sometimes you have to look hard at a person 
And remember that he's doing the best he can to get by in this world, just like you. After that experience, I looked really hard at the memory of those tears in her eyes and decided that I was going to do something about it. I didn't have a car, and I was in the hills of Calabasas. So I pulled out my phone and looked at what was nearby. I found a little family-owned shop that sold pastries roughly a mile away. And so as soon as I had the directions pulled up, I started running. I got there, I bought a cinnamon roll, ran back, wrote her a little note with my phone number on it. And it just said, you know, this is my, this is my name, here's my phone number, call me if you need anything. So I went on the rest of my day, never heard anything from her. The next day, I got dropped off in that same area and began the route for the second time, which rarely never happened. Lo and behold, as I walked through the neighborhood again and came to her house, she was outside waiting, not knowing if I was going to come back and too scared to call me. I asked if she wanted to talk and we went into her home. As we sat in her kitchen... She began by thanking me for the cinnamon roll in the note. But she then went on to tell me how her son had just been killed in the military. And that her husband had passed away soon after. She went on to tell me of the pain and the emptiness that she felt. And that she just missed having someone who loved her. And I... I was given the simple pleasure of being able to sit and listen to someone who yearned to be heard, who didn't have anybody that they knew that they could call or turn to. David Brooks was quoted to say this in a recent devotional he gave at BYU. When you think about it, there is one skill at the center of any healthy family, company, classroom, community, university, or nation. The ability to see someone else deeply to know another person profoundly and to make them feel heard and understood. Close quote. To see someone deeply, we must open our eyes a little wider and look past the yelling. To know another person profoundly will require for us to be vulnerable and open ourselves up. And to make them feel heard and understood, we must learn to sit and mourn with others regardless of whether or not we can relate to what others may go through. Here's my invitation to you for the week. I want to invite you to test how well you know your family or friends. I will post questions that I put together alongside with this podcast on Facebook. On a family or friend night, I want you to fill these out with your family and really get to know each other's interests. I believe that when we know more about the little things that make each other happy and the true desires of what we want to become and what we want to do, we realize that we have more things in common than we might think and that we have incredible potential to help others get to where they want to be in this life. I hope this activity will allow you to know another person profoundly, see them deeply, make them feel heard. Have fun, love one another, and stay motivated. Please comment below your experience. I'm excited to hear what comes.